0: Oh, what's going
3: on everybody? Welcome to episode 758 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host Christian Piles on this icy September September February <laughs> morn, September feb- as we call it here in Austin. Nope. It's a little
1: oh, i see Austin. I'm coming there next week. If it's not schools, warm, I'm gonna Schools I'm, I'm are cancelled,
3: Ben. We've cancelled schools. What? School's cancelled. It's, it's ridiculous. It was eighty five degrees like two days ago. Degrees? Bro, Tuesday it was eighty five. And then now they there's no school today. Weather here is, is, is sort of nuts. It's, it's turning around though. It's it's gonna get better. Yeah. It's it's gonna get better. Um Okay, so Ben's here, JD's here, that other voice you hear, the Reverend, Father John Kozak, Reverend. is here. We got plenty to talk about today on the, in the international front. That's why he's here. He's our international correspondent. Um, oh my but Ben, why don't we start with smart Alec Ben, sarcastic Ben Askren. He,
1: uh, I mean, there's he, a little bit of some truth in there, of course. What'd you say? said there was, uh, there was some truth in there.
3: Yeah. Let's talk about. Yeah. Um, let's let's start with a question from a friend, Wick Jacoby, who will not let go of the fact that he thinks I hate Missouri wrestling. But he asked an actual, very important question. If we can pull it in, and uh, you you wanted to start with it, I think it's appropriate.
1: Yeah, no, he's Con- a nice guy. He knows you hate Missouri. He's, so he's on my team. I, I like that. I appreciate that uh he said something to the effect of his seven-year-old wants to go practice three days a week and wants to wrestle in tournament every single weekend why shouldn't I let him and I think the the answer is that to me is obvious but I deal with this age kids like this is what I do every single night you know I mean I literally go to the Academy and I coach kids of all ages all the way from from five years old all the way up to 18 right and I see what what i want this process to look like all the way from five up to 18 and then ideally what is the most effective way because i'm not going to let my biases affect my productivity if my productivity can be higher i'm going to change my thought process
0: mm-hmm.
1: um so you know a kid at seven years old like if if you let him go sure he'll probably he'll probably get better right um but obvi- there's the obvious of like at some point you're going to get sick of this I don't know what point that is but you are right so Christian if I, if you had a kid who is seven and really like wrestling matches you everyone can admit that if we let him wrestle 100 in a year he'd probably get sick of it right or and if it's not 100 then 200 at some point he's gonna say I'm out this is I'm done with this you know
3: there is a point and let's that's what? indisputable yeah there's indisputably a it, point where they'd be like all right this is too much too much right and so you know, if we don't
1: let them go all the way at seven, like, what? what's the harm? The harm is they don't get good enough fast enough. Like, what, they're not good enough by eight? They're not good enough by nine? Like, literally, who cares? I mean, my daughter's nine, and she had her very first matches this year. And, you know, and this is kind of, like, going deeper. Is Like, me as a parent, I will be – uh, indisputably benefited if my daughter loves wrestling because I'm going to be at the wrestling academy every day. It's what I do. And so I'll get to see her significantly more and I'll get to be a part of her journey through wrestling. So I have a huge bias in wanting my daughter to like wrestling. Okay. Um, and so I started her at nine because I didn't want to start her early. And, you know, she's going to wrestle a couple more matches this year and she kind of likes it a little bit. And so, but it's like, I don't care how good she is at 10 or 11 or 12. I just want her to enjoy it and want her to keep going. And this is what one of my managers made the, uh, he made the realization the other day. He's like, well, if we just keep them around long enough, we just keep coming to practice, they're going to be good. We have not had a kid who just keeps coming to practice. It doesn't get really damn good. And that's what a lot of these cubs don't figure out. They want to freaking make them badass by 12, and then 70% of their freaking club quits, and they can't figure it out. And it's like, if we just keep this dudes coming back to practice, they're going to get good over the course of time. If that's all we do is get them to enjoy it, and they come back. And I was said, get them to enjoy it doesn't mean playing games every single day. It means purposeful, but it also means not grinding them and telling telling them they're little babies and they got to keep going. That type of stuff that you see all the time.
3: So let's dissect want it a little Jeff bit because there's two things yeah. he he brought up. He said he he practices three days a week, and then he mm-hmm. says he, he competes all the time. To me, yes. I hear practicing three days a week, and I think that that sounds completely fine to me. Would you say that's fine? Um.
1: So we do we do our ninjas nine nine and under um, and we let the like if they're good and they're nine we do let them move up like my daughter's nine she stayed in ninjas because I don't know she's not that good yet and she's not super into it right no three practices and an hour and a half of focused attention it's hard for it's hard for the nine year olds really is for most of them and then I got listen I got some good ones I got a couple that one state last year it's like it's they do a good job but it's still pretty hard for them, right? And I got to play a game once in a while to to ease it and that type of stuff. Um, by the time they're 13, 12, 13, 14, that that's not an hour and a half three times a week is not hard for them, like they can lock in, they can do the practice, they want to be goofy sometimes, but they they can they can handle it for sure.
3: Okay. Um, you I'm know
1: saying like there's a
3: Yeah, this I don't there. know. Uh, uh, sure. I, I guess well, we we did the, the club I go to is three days a week, and there's there's young kids, but they do they just do an hour for the younger kids. What would be the equivalent for your ninjas? Good. By the way, I had to help out in that class on Monday. Oh my gosh, I got I got tech yeah. for It's it's chaos. It is chaos. It's yeah. just like you're with this group over here, and then as soon as you turn your back on the other group, it's like oh no, these guys got to help these guys. There, this person's yeah, over here. Not- he's playing with the fire extinguisher. It's like oh my gosh. Yes. Um but that was yeah. the younger group. And, uh, but they only go for an hour, which I think is, it's like the exact yeah, amount of time. Idea. And then they, pl- they play around on the mats afterwards. I think that's a- about right.
1: Yeah. And so, I mean, like, and I, I, I there's, there's, the, there's a really deep issue that I don't even want to go into, but effort, let's do it. Right. That's what we're here for. Um, here there for are the some, there's some kids, this is, this is gonna be some deep shit. Christian. There's some kids who, when they're having success in wrestling, they feel the most love from their parents. Mm. Like that is the time when their parents show them and probably specifically dads, show them that they're proud of them and they love them. So therefore that kid's like, shit, I don't feel this love very often. And when I'm winning wrestling tournaments, my dad gives me gives me all the love. So I wanna go do that more because I, I wanna be loved by my parent, yeah. right? I mean, that's what the kid, they, they're not fully comprehending that. They couldn't say it in those words at age seven, eight, nine, but that's what they're thinking. I see it all the time. And so it's like I I have to like honestly I'm so biased I want my daughter to wrestle so bad like like not not like right now but like in the future right I yeah. want her to like that's what she does so I have to like withhold myself from doing that because I don't want my daughter to like because they're you know they might like I said they might say it but I don't want her to be like I feel more love when I'm wrestling and that's why I want to wrestle I don't want that to her like I want to love my kids whatever they want to do right now if they want to wrestle I would freaking love that. But I also want my kids to know they're like, unconditionally, you are loved by your father. I care about you no matter what. And I'm not going to show you more love when you do what I want. Right. But that, but there's, there are parents, and listen, maybe the parents don't even have that like m- motivation in their head, but that's what, that's what happens. That's literally what happens is they show them so the kids, like, that's what I want to do because that's when I feel love from a parent. And that's like, uh, it's kind of sick and twisted when you think about it. Um, so you know, and I, I I am not obviously accusing anyone of that, but I do see that happening for sure. Yeah, and that could be in
3: other sports, not just wrestling, of course. Oh, definitely in other sports as well. G- give me a sense, Ben. Th- there was a point in time where you wrestled every single day, and, and you were you could not be kept off the mat. Um, yes. What What age was that? Was that like seventh, sixth, seventh? So, grade? Okay.
1: So my my progression was. um when I was in fifth grade, I decided, and this is like, I I decided I want to do more wrestling Right, I was 11 and I'm like, Hey, I kind of want to be good at this. I kind of was like, nah, I didn't really like team sports. So I quit baseball. I really liked baseball at that point in time. Now I think it's boring. Did three months more wrestling. So at that point I was wrestling like what December through May or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I, I kept liking it more and more and more, but there, there just wasn't, there literally wasn't opportunities. There was no club from July to November. Right. So, You know i wasn't doing it in ninth grade i'm like dude this is what i want to do i want to do this and so i had to figure i had to figure out there still was no club right so it's like i had to go find people to come wrestle in my basement or max wouldn't really wrestle me at that time so i had to find other people and so you know i'm i'm 14 probably going on 15 years old when i make this decision like that's super mature and so you know seven and a kid that's seven and 14 are so different i actually had this uh, i did kind of a mental monday about you know splitting groups by age and and you know, so this fall at ADBA, we had a five-year-old group, a six and seven-year-old group, an eight, nine-year-old group, 10 through 12, 12 through 14, and then two high school groups, seven different groups. And like to see, it's so easy to see the maturity difference between the kids, between the five-year-olds and six, sevens. It's like, oh my God, this is way different. Six, sevens, eight, nines, you're like, holy man, this is crazy how different this is. It's so easy to see the age discrepancies, you know, and is there a, some super mature seven-year-old that can go to eight and nines yeah once in a while you know but like would i put a seven-year-old with the 13 and 14 year old hell no there's no 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 frequent because the what i'm asking the 13 and 14 year olds to do and stay focused and work hard i don't really need a seven-year-old to do that and if he if i have him do that over and over and over again yeah sure he's gonna get good but there's probably a decent chance he's also gonna hate it and again i don't care if he's good at age eight or nine or ten i we've had enough kids connor thorpe started wrestling seventh grade he's d1 liam hughes Never qualified for the state tournament. He's wrestling D1. I mean, like, kids that weren't good, they get good. High, if they want to be good in high school, they're going to be good in high school. And they're going to do it on their own. They're gonna, Something's going to click, and they're going to say, I want to flip and do this. And they're going to start coming to practice every single day. And they're going to start working really hard. And they'll be good. And my job is to provide an environment in which they can do that.
2: Mm. Ben. ben, I'd like to hear, Ben, um, how you – talk to parents about this because i feel like the kids necessarily aren't the problem it's you know it's the parents Absolutely. so it, ha- has there been an example of you know a parent just didn't get it and something that uh, happened I or something okay, name. okay.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah no there really has been uh, with with my specific location there's been there was one really problem parent and yeah, i i don't i don't I don't, want, I don't want to go into it i don't want to air his dirty business but it's but most of the parents for the they get it now and now now it's we're 10 years in we have 149 high school state qualifiers we had 21 state champions last year we sent 32 kids to college like they can't really argue the process works i mean i literally had I, i'll tell you i here's a great one i had a six-year-old come in the other day to my six old class and we, we you know we do warm up we do a few moves We play around we wrestle live for maybe three minutes i don't know whatever right put them in a couple situations And we have this, we have I don't wanna give all the clubs, but we have this auto message that goes out first time home visits. Hey, how was your experience essentially? Right at AWA. And the guy's like, Hey, I really wanted my kid to well first I guess first during the practice he asked me about private lessons. I said, Listen, man, I'm not doing private lessons. No one's doing private lessons six year old. That's a waste of your money. I don't I wanna save you money. I don't wanna waste your money. That's dumb. Don't do it. Okay. Anyone who tells you it just wants your money, they don't actually care about your kids' long term success. They just want your money. That's it. So he, said, he says, in the message, he says something like, well, you know, we were really looking for someone who could push him or challenge him. And I said, hey, listen, that's not what we're all about. Our, here's our track record. If you want a refund, we're willing to give you a refund. But if you don't want to see things our way, sorry, see ya. And actually, I don't know if he, he didn't ask for a refund, but he never came back. So I don't know what his deal is. Yeah.
3: It, <laughs> I, I see it too. I see these, the, it's these the dang dads. They but just, most of them are clever. Want... Great. We have, I mean, like, we have a really good
1: group right now of like nine, 10, 11s, and the dads are really into it. And whenever I talked to them last night about something and they're awesome, like they're like, yeah, okay, we get it. We appreciate it. Thanks man. Like they're really great. So yeah. we're in a situation where we have a lot of good parents. I know not everyone's in that situation.
3: Think of the level. Th- the difficulty is the level of credibility. You have to, I don't even know if it's credibility. Um, I th- maybe it is, to to get that flip with the parents and that buy-in, for because, real. Because think think about ten years ago, all you were, were a two was a two-time Hodge Award winner and a freaking <laughs> Olympian, and you didn't have the yeah. quote credibility to convince a lot of parents probably that this was actually a smart way to go yeah. about it. So think about okay, every club, other club in America that's not run by business, I mean, th- there's there's you know, we can name on, on probably one hand, the elite, elite clubs in, in America, maybe yeah. two. Um. Yeah, but it's, 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 it's cool. then there's thousands of other clubs that are just run by, you know, just wrestling coaches and wrestling dads and people. And it's like, and maybe they want to implement it this way, but the dichotomy is if you start implementing it that way and you don't have the success and then the parents yes. are gone and then you you don't have a club. It's like, you can't get that, Correct. How do you, how do you get that going?
1: so hard and one and, well, of and the problem the problem i mean if you, you're not explicitly saying it the problem is there's a lot of things i can do and because i start i start like i don't say caring about success cause i never fully like that's not my main focus if we do everything right. else right we're gonna have the success but let's say like at age 12 is when i start like say buckling down more on the kids hey you're not working hard enough you need to pay more attention you there wasn't great effort in the match like these type of things right where mm-hmm. i really start kind of like buckling down on them um So, but prior to, and prior to that, I don't really care about their success. I want them to enjoy it. Um, You know, if they're really being a nuisance in practice, I'll say, hey, you know, you need to not be a nuisance. And if, if you can't handle it, then you got to go. I'm sorry. Like, we're not going to have that here. Um, But yes, you can make a seven or eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Good. You can make them good really easy. You can have them cut weight. You can do a lot of live. You can drill really hard. You can grind them really aggressively. You could do that. And so then. Other parents aren't, they don't understand the whole vision of the whole process, right? Because, I mean, at the end of the day, I want Keegan O'Toole and Mitchell Messenbrink and Aiden Sinclair and all these other guys, I want them to compete for Olympic teams. That's my goal. I want them to wrestle till they're 30 years old, like Kyle Digg and David Taylor. That's my goal. That's my goal, right? Yeah. So I don't need them to be good at age 11. I don't need it. I don't care. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I can make them good at that age if I wanted to as a detriment to the long-term success. But so parents don't understand the longevity of this process. They see the eight or nine or 10 year old in the next club over being good. And they're like, Oh, well what's, what's Johnny doing? What's whatever doing. And to go back to that earlier point about parents showing the most love, and this is kind of, I'll give you another sad one is, um, for whatever reason, when a kid has success, other parents, like, I don't know, they, they look up to, or they pat the dad on the back of the kid who's having success. And so that dad feels pride in that, right? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, there's a lot of dads who there's not a lot else they feel pride in. Maybe they're struggling in their marriage and they don't have a great job and they feel kind of shitty about the rest of their life, and that, but their little kid's a badass. And every wedding at the tournament's coming on and say, oh, man, Johnny's so good. What are you doing with them?" And they're, and they're beaming with pride, which, man, it's sad because, right? It sucks that you're living through the kid. And, and I'm sorry that the the life you wanted didn't pan out for yourself and this is your main point of pride, but you can't make him, you can't make the kid do anything. Yeah, You understand what I'm saying there? Does that make any sense at all?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It's just, uh, it's actually sort of tough to like, uh, it's just, it's it's all very well said. So it's like, all right, well, what's my, uh, what do I even add? What could I add to that? Right? It's just true. Yeah. And
1: so, yeah, to, I, to, I don't want to, de- you know, Israel, Thomas, don't demonize parents. And I'm not, I'm not trying to demonize I'm talking about human nature. Like, like it sucks. Like um, the parent who doesn't have a good job and has a rocky marriage and it, the, the, their source of, source of pride and joy is their kid. Like it sucks. And that sucks. Right. I mean, like if I had enough time, by an infinite time, I'd love to go help that parent have a better life also, but I can't. It's not my job. I don't have time. Right. I would love to help them find joy and passion in whatever they're doing so their kid isn't their source of joy and passion so i mean it's like you know it's i'm not like i'm not trying to demonize them i'm just acknowledging what is actually happening or the parent that shows the kid the most love when they do well at wrestling or whatever sport because that's what they want the kid to do you know it's like well, it sucks but i'm not trying to demonize them i'm just saying that's how it goes
3: yeah logan stevers talked a lot about this just like the the damage that he's seen. Um, I interviewed with him after he retired and just like, and why he's starting a club. And I think you guys would probably be pretty like-minded in a lot of this stuff. And he he talks so much about the relationships between wrestlers and dads and how many he saw ruined coming Mm -hmm. up. And and he's like, I had a hard dad, a dad was really hard on me and we, we made it, you know, I, for whatever reason, me and Hunter could just handle it and we're great but like yeah. he said i saw so many kids just like totally fractured relationships and like totally oh yeah sold out for success in high school and they then nothing happened when they went to college and then on the other side of it they have like completely fractured relationships with each other and so like yeah. i i think i think that re- i think no one probably realizes that that's a, an option because when your kid is your kid. No, that's
1: an option. Oh, can I, can I just interject one quick? I, I literally say this to parents. I say, if we, if you drive them too hard, I actually say like, once they get the 13, 14, let me be the bad guy. Let me, let me be the asshole. <laughs> you pick them up, right? I'm gonna yeah. say the mean things that need to be said. Like your effort was crap. That was unacceptable. Let's mm-hmm. go. You don't need to say it. I'll say it. Let me say yep. it. Um, so I would say, if you drive them too hard, number you're gonna get one of two things, both of which are undesirable. Number one, they hate wrestling and they, they they see wrestling as a villain, which is probably actually the better option. And the number two option is they hate you, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? And then there could be some combination of both. Like, that's literally what happens most of the time.
3: Well, yeah, and my, my point was, like, I don't know if many parents even realize that that's an option that you could, by the time your kid's 16, 17, 18, or, or, or maybe even college age, it's like, man, that relationship's severed in a, permanent way or damaged in a way that's mm-hmm. close to irreparable. Like I you're not thinking about that probably in the moment. that That's even obvious. Yes. Like my kid will always be my kid and I'll always
2: will mm-hmm. always have a,
3: this relationship. But it's like it's going to change and they're going to become more independent. And you could be on the other side of that of parenting and with sort of nothing.
1: Well, especially when, you know, again, this why I say I want the kids to be there for them i want right i want them to love it for them and they come in and work hard i don't got to grind them and tell them let's go i mean some days maybe but not a lot because if the parent at you know a 15 year old boy which is you know it's getting close to a man at that point if he's saying you're going to do this and you're going to do that and the kid the kid doesn't actually want to do that and they're at that point they're starting to think of themselves as independent like you said as a as a man and if there's they're gonna feel such a sense of resentment that they don't want to do it and they're being forced to do that mm-hmm. right and that resentment just builds and builds and builds and, and it spills out in in a lot of different ways all of which are probably not good
3: do you think there's a point um all right on the other side of the coin and maybe this is not not even wrestling maybe this is we're just talking about parenting and athletics or whatever but like there is a point where Parents do need to push their kids. And I think that Absolutely, is. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So where does that come in with sports, with athletics so, and wrestling?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, so my I'll just tell you my, uh, my contract with my daughter because she's the oldest, right? I said, listen, you're going to do a few sports. At age 10, I'm going to let you you know, start picking more. You're going to have more say of what you want to do sport-wise. But you are going to do athletics because I think it's important. But you're going to get to pick more once you get to be 10 Mm -hmm. um and you know so the first time she's done three tournaments the first one it was like a deer in the headlights I don't think she scored any points and she said yeah that wasn't very fun I said listen you know in life um obviously we can always do the fun thing but it's probably more important to do the thing that's going to benefit us the most long term and a lot of people struggle with that especially like teenagers right teenagers always want to do the fun thing uh what's the Jordan Peterson chapter chapter number two in his book help me real quick. Hold on, oh, I'll look it up fast. Okay. Uh, um, yeah. So I say, you know, it's more important that we do, um, the, what's going to benefit us term. So you're going to wrestle in a few more matches and then at age 10, if you, you know, want to, choose to do something else, you're gonna get to choose to do something else. Um, so that's kind of where I took it with her. Um, but I'll tell you from our teenager, this is like, you know, Brian O'Toole, um, Oh my gosh, it's not number two. It's uh, Hold on, I'm going to find it for you. It's a really good rule. Uh, oh, it is rule number seven. Pursue what is meaningful, not what is expedient. That's a really good one. Yeah. So um, I use that with her. Um, but like I say, a Brian O'Toole or a Mike Roscoe. And I've had a lot of really good parents. So I've, I've been I don't say lucky or maybe I had, cause I built a good relationship, one of, the, one of those ways. But like twice a year, <laughs> if the effort was subpar, they'd chew their kid's ass and like that was crap you didn't give good effort and then they'd let me do every you know the let me or my coach mastermind do everything else and so it's like great that's what i need like i don't need you here every day i don't need you every two months but i you need to let the, your kid know that there are standards and that's great right but they're probably also and this is where we, you know we say kind of some of those dads who are a little too hardcore early but sometimes they live a really, those dads are living a really high state, a life with high standards, right? They're working hard. They're modeling that behavior. The kid sees that dad working hard and they understand that that's the expectation. As I grow up, this is what I will do, mm-hmm. right? And that the, the behavior is being modeled. So that's that's important too, that that stuff's being uh, seen at home, right? That the dad's not, dad and mom aren't being lazy and doing nothing, right? They're, they're, they're healthy, they're in shape, they're taking care of themselves. Um, yeah, all those kind of things.
3: Awesome, JD yeah. or Kozak, any anything to add?
2: I mean, I think I'm I'm a newer parent. My oldest is seven, and so I think when I before I had kids, I thought, oh, you know, whatever. Like this is gonna be this is gonna be easy. Um, but par- parenting can be re- <laughs> parenting uh, can be really really challenging. Not not only just because like you're trying to raise another person that doesn't always do what you want them to do, but then every kid that you have is very different and motivated Mm -hmm, in like very, very different ways. So the challenge of getting to know like that individual is it takes time. Um, And so like my oldest and my middle daughter are very different and they're motivated by very different things. So I can't, like I can't parent my oldest the same way that I parent my middle daughter. So I think there's, I just think being a parent is really challenging. And then when you introduce a, a sport like wrestling into that equation, you have to be very wise in what you in how you parent and how you uh, you know treat that situation. So I I think a lot of what you're saying, Ben, is really good.
3: Awesome,
1: yeah, and I agree with that. The kids, <laughs> my kids, are so different, also, for yeah. sure.
3: I just got the two JDs.
1: Yeah. JD. Andy just rolls over and gets pinned Childless in Childless JD, and I'm like, what am I going to do with Andy? Because literally, she'll just so I have I have started telling her like you need to try harder in practice. So there's going to be consequences because. I at least need you like doing things. I don't need you winning. I don't really care. But like you can't just literally lay on your back. <laughs> like she'll literally who do the life goes. She'll literally just lay down.
3: Like, oh, God. Andy. She's pulling guard.
1: No, no, but now, she hasn't even put a guard in, Christian. She has laser like a corpse. Like a corpse. Okay. You can't be a corpse. Yeah. You got know, to have well, a little, little Andy? effort. Andy six. <laughs> okay.
3: Well, yeah.
1: Listen, I uh, man. That, that
3: happens. It happens. Yeah, just JD, cor- what, was, what was your youth wrestling experience like? You were you're kind of a, a wrestling lifer, right? Yeah, it was good. It's good. <laughs> it's good. Let's talk. Let's talk about the damage done. No, I'm just kidding. Um, okay, Ben, this has been this has been good. Good start to the show. Awesome. Thank you, Wick Jacoby. Yes. I like Missouri. Just but now No, I
1: answered his first question. So you got to answer a second question.
3: Well, here, here's the thing. The person who—here's here, here's my rule, and this is always true. The people that accuse me of being a Penn State homer are almost always Iowa fans, and all the people that accuse me of being an Iowa homer are Penn State fans, and the people accuse me of being a Missouri hater, this guy's a Missouri fan. So the bias is always with the accuser, not the person being accused. So That's exactly what someone with a bias would say. <laughs> dang it, that is true. But it's also true. Um, I don't have anything against Missouri. They're going to have tougher seeds this year. So I won't have anything to complain about. Um and listen, this and this is outside of Ben Asker. Ben Asker could never be on the show once. I would be happy and excitedly driving the Keegan, Keegan O'Toole hype train all the all the way <laughs> to the freaking bait. Right, ben love watching Keegan for years, and um I guess uh, that has nothing to do with Ben. So and I believe he's out at Missouri. Also, Ben is on this show, and Ben is uh as everyone knows i'm not i'm not very pro missouri yeah <laughs> he's not very pro missouri but um yeah he he was for a time okay i was well sure. i think i think so
1: <laughs> i think so i i still love missouri uh i mean i haven't i haven't been there i haven't lived there in what 13 years now 14 13 years i think uh it's a great place to go it's a great place I I know, have i've never been to here.
3: columbia you know we're looking for um we're trying to find some pictures, so we're getting we're going to this new fancy HQ, so we're trying to find some... Uh, oh, they, I want to see it. You got it. Be- oh, I'm there know. next week, and you guys yeah. aren't even having me there because you think I'm going to, like, make it dirty or something. Well, that is that is part that's of so it. But also, Bader could take you. We could absolu- You could absolutely go, so don't... Really? Um, so, yeah, make sure Bader shows you then you can go get tacos right there on Congress. <laughs> Very nice. But anyway, they asked us to get some pictures, like nice high quality pictures are going to, you know, do some stuff and it's going to look really cool in there. So I was looking for some, I was like, well, we need people from like, you know, they're kind of around flow, but like, I kind of, so I was looking for through some old Missouri pictures of you from NCA's from like 2007. Nice. I think one of you, I think one of you against actually look, Lud, look, Lud, Ludkey hey, Ludkey. is going to make it, make it in there. Nice. I mean, that was
1: like, that's like the beginning of flow. That's like very, very first days i want to say like december my my senior year or something we would have so much. you guys would have had so much fun with uh missouri at that point in time if you guys would actually like been like what you are now we would have a great time
3: i know but still we've got more than the year before for everything so we've got a lot yeah thankfully they were there for for some of it okay so kind of a Seamless transition. Iowa's wrestling fil- facility looking pretty nice. Uh, they, some a tweet came out. Uh, I don't know if Tyler can pull this in, but it it looks uh, other than the spirits that are maybe occupying its uh, its halls in these pictures. But um, other that than is that is a lot of money to raise, bro. That's a lot of paper, but it's gonna be state of the art. They're gonna come through with the with the money, state I'm sure. The art. It's gonna happen. They said and no. They
2: said
1: it's already there. They said it already raised twenty five or twenty six or something like that. Well, there it is. There yeah. it is.
3: So the hope is, Crazy, I think right? we said, and I said, it, Chad Beatty said in his interview that the hope is the it'll be ready for the first women's uh season. So, which is one more season away? Yeah. So not next year, but the year after. Wait, so what is someone like
1: uh, say Kylie Walker doing because she's a senior so is she gonna go live there and not and there's not gonna be a team or it'll be like an RTC or was what it'll be next year i
3: I don't know what her plans are but as as we've seen with with d1 wrestling there's lots of ways to mitigate losing your eligibility she could do a gap year she could do OTC she could well, I'm uh, just, I'm thinking, will they actually have? So,
1: I mean, the Chun's in Iowa. We saw her. She was there. I've seen her in there. many pictures. So, is she going to have like, what would be a club team? Like, what is going to be the thing?
3: You don't know. I don't know. Okay. I do not Good know. Good question. Yes. I assume it was a club. I thought you wrestling club. <sighs> Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know a little. Leonard Skinner. Okay. So, that's cool. And it's Yasser Dogu time. That's how we say it on this show. Okay, just I don't. Yeah, get, don't
1: don't be getting fancy with this. Don't us. Bader will say.
3: sometimes get fancy. Spay is the king of that, the fancy pronunciation. Even Mike with Give this a, one. Yeah, Mike. Oh, he loves to sound so learned. These international travelers. It's yeah. Yasser Bader Dogu. used to never be
1: fancy. You guys, you guys messed him up.
3: I no, we didn't do this. He's he's just very he's a very <laughs> cultured man. So. Kozak's here to talk about it. Why don't you give us the, the highlights, what uh, um, American wrestling fans can be excited about?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're sending a bunch of men and women. Uh, the women start tomorrow and then they go through Sunday. Uh, so this is the first ranking series event. So for people that don't know about international wrestling, uh, different, different events can earn seating points towards the uh, world championships at the end of the year. Now they're now seeding uh, up to eight wrestlers. So that's
1: awesome. P.S. I don't think we ever talked about that.
2: Yeah, it's it's really good. And they've actually changed the uh, the rankings points too, which we don't have to get into a ton, but they you can earn like eight thousand to ten thousand points for rankings, whereas you used to be able to earn only like twenty five or fifty. So they're trying to like, uh, I think, create Wait, more eight
1: thousand versus twenty five.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They changed. So I mean, there's <laughs> got to be a different scale or something. Yes. Yeah. Okay. They changed the scoring scale because they're seeding more, so I think they don't want any any ties. So like they are basically making more uh, like points you can earn. So I don't know. It's, it, it's so, uh, no in comparison um, for just from a percentage basis. Uh, previously, the world
1: scored how many points compared to ranking series, and currently the ranking the world score how many points compared to ranking series.
2: Yeah, it's. <laughs> it's so, I think, the, uh, yeah, yeah, I understand the question. So like. Uh, it used to be, if you, if you won worlds, I think you got like 50 points, something like that. And now if you win uh worlds or Olympics, you get like 50,000. Wow. So they just multiplied it by whatever, a thousand. Okay. Inflation so is everywhere similar, guys. So similar? Kind of there's, yeah, there's more nuance to it than just simply that. Um, like if there's a certain amount of, if there's a certain amount of competitors, in a bracket, you get an extra like 5000 points. So okay. it's Yeah, it's it's a little bit. Yeah, it's a little new seeding to eight should at least should the very least
1: not make like these outliers where they're like somehow unseated and then you have, uh, you know, the real number one guy floating around somewhere placed randomly in the bracket. So like, I think you're, you know, maybe you don't get the exact one through eight seeds, but you're gonna be somewhere close, right?
3: Should hopefully not get the, um, the Yazdani-Taylor first-round types of situations. That yeah, so I, situation. I
2: think, too, what they've done like with, with somebody like Yazdani or with David Taylor, who's already won the Olympics you know, the previous year, he gets all those points to start. So yeah, Tyler's got it up on the board. So there's the level, level A, level B, level C tournaments – so all that means level C would be like the Yasardogu. It's a rankings Whoa. it's a rankings tournament. Whereas level B would be a continental so <laughs> Pan Ams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look at this uh, chart.
1: It goes down to thirteen points.
2: You right. get eight so thousand
1: at the top and thirteen on bottom. Like
2: yeah. what so, in
1: God's Green Earth?
2: So I think the reason why they're doing that is they don't want they don't want ties. So you know, for yeah. instance, if you have, oh. you have if you have seventh and eighth place, um, and somebody's got thirteen or twenty five, it it lowers the chances that there's going to be a tie at those at those uh, six, mm. seven, eight spots. And they play they okay. award seeding all the way up to sixteen, where they used to only award it. I think up to like eight or ten. Um, so this mm. is not this is not super super interesting, but it will be important as we get closer to you know world championships and. The continental's and stuff, but to actually talk about the uh, the wrestling that's going to go down uh, this w- this weekend, we're sending a pretty good squad. Um, maybe just some of some of the highlights. Like 65 kilograms is going to be really really good. Uh, Joey McKenna is, is us uh, USA's rep there, uh, but there's seven of the top 20 ranked wrestlers at 65 kg. Russia is sending two of their their best young guys who might take the spot uh, this year, or at least will challenge Rashidov. Um, so, Shakiev from Russia, and then uh, Mamadov, also from Russia. I thought,
1: I thought the Albus Godzi guy was going to go up to 65 and take all the spots.
2: So, he's still at 61 right now. He just okay. won Uregan at 61. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. M- Mamadov won Uregan at 65. Shakiev won 2021 Worlds at 65. So, they've kind of got... Uh, two, three guys who can really challenge. So, yeah, you can see USA roster on the screen now. Uh, 70 is is really good just from a United States perspective. You didn't mention Bajrang
0: time at oh, 65. yeah,
2: Bajrang and Musakayev. What about Musakaev? Yeah, Bajrang and
3: Had they ever wrestled because the the gas tank discrepancy is incredible there. He well, fall over.
0: Y'all remember uh, Yash Rado was when... Yanni was down by nine points and then mm-hmm. killed
3: Musakayev. Man. Yeah.
2: What
3: a, what a treasure that guy is.
2: Right. Right. Seriously. So 65 so awesome. is going to be, whoever comes out on top of there is going to be, going to go through it um, for sure. Uh, 70 kilograms is really good with James Green, Jordan Oliver, uh, and then there's uh, Akhmet Aliyev, who won world silver last year. He's in that bracket. Yeah. Um, I mean, he has Donnie won World Silver at 65. He's up at 70. So from an American's perspective, that'll be... That's a lot of competition. That'll be really Is good. Is that Ernie? That's Ernie, yeah. Oh, he's we he love has a, Ernie. He has a Flow Wrestling t-shirt. He's best friends with Andrew Spey. Yes. Um, we like <laughs> Mm-hmm.
3: He'll probably win. He'll be favored to win this, I would imagine.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he should. Um, yeah, he's, he's pretty good. Uh, and then... I don't know what else. Any, any other uh, entries stand out to you guys? Seventy-nine 79. Jordan, Jordan Burroughs.
0: Sabalov, probably. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so he'll have Sabalov in the bracket. And uh they met at twenty seventeen worlds twenty seventeen world finals, uh where Jordan won. That was at seventy four. So yeah, there's I mean, there's ton of good ton of good top foreigners, uh Mohammedians back in the mix. Uh, at 97 and, uh, Russia send in, uh, so they could, they could meet up. That could be a fun, fun match. I think, I think pretty highly of Zhebreloff.
0: No more. I see. I'm I'm
1: in the dock. This guy beat Gable twice. And then I mean, pop, I know we know all the Russians are using, uh, so, uh, and then he pops, Mm -hmm. he's been out for two years or what?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Rakimov. He uh, he's I think he's from Uzbekistan, actually. Yeah. But yeah, he so he beat Gable back at Junior Worlds um, where he Gable, threw him, right? Yeah. Gable kept going upper body. I think I have the uh, the clip in there. Um, if you if you have it, Tyler, you can you can play that. But yeah, Gable kept going. He kept going upper body with him. And the first time. Oh, my gosh. Look at Gable. Yeah, Gable <laughs> looks so young here. Puppy. um So, yeah, the first time. Gable got away with it, and he got he got a takedown. But then the next time, he went to an inside trip, and it was it was like just what Rakimov wanted him to do, and he he tossed him and, and pinned him. Yeah,
3: I remember watching this at my kitchen table. Episode. Really? Yeah, I remember I remember vividly watching this. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, God. it was it was weird seeing him lose. But
2: um, so yeah. this guy popped. Yeah. So they ended up. They ended up wrestling uh, two years later or a year later at the Medved. It was Gable's first senior level tournament, and he actually tech Gable there. Um,
3: wow, I don't
0: remember
2: that. Yeah, yeah, it's hard.
0: After, I, after this, he tech Gable. Mm-hmm. That's why Gable's not undefeated in international. Yeah, his senior level international career. Right,
3: right he also lost to Guiz. But I mean, high Yeah, like, uh, d- yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow.
2: yeah. So the uh, the pin's coming up here in just a second. You'll, get to it so you can keep it on the screen, but uh, it was it was kind of a similar match. Uh, he kept forcing Gable to go up her body, and he tossed him for four, I think twice maybe. Um, so he's, he's, he's dangerous, but yeah, he I think he may have gone to Worlds after that, and he popped there. So yeah, here we go. This is oh, where no. he gets in some trouble.
3: Uh-oh. hips back. No! 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 This guy's a lot bigger oh, than than Gable Dan.
1: Yeah, he's in a bad spot right here.
3: Yeah, how about that right leg just hanging up there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, how I many? How much time has he fought off his back in his life?
1: Probably that. Yeah, that's just probably that. the extent just of it. That.
2: That's it. Mm-hmm. It's
3: like him and Snyder when they get pinned. It's like, wait, how many times have they even been on their backs? Yeah, so it'll be, mm-hmm. it'll be good to
2: see. It'll be good to see him. Um, Taha Akul is going to be in the bracket. As, as well at, um, at heavyweight along with Gwiz. So, um, he sh- he'll be tested for sure to see if he's, he's on that same level. And sometimes, sometimes what you see with these guys who, uh, <laughs> who get popped, they, they have two years where they're not going to get tested. Yeah. Right. So then they yeah. just juice go up. Like, oh, yeah. Mah- yeah. like when yeah, Muhammad sure. came back. Yeah. So maybe we're just going to see this guy just juice to the gills, but yeah, what?
3: You should get tested the whole time you're you're suspended.
2: Yeah, that should be part of it. Like you get, get tested every month. It's
3: like okay, then now it's lifetime ban, or you just keep adding on time.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. So I don't know what else uh, you guys want to talk. To? I mean, the horselayer's back. The horse Horse horselayer. Horse, <laughs> horse yeah, yeah. He so for people who don't know what we're talking about, Germany's like best best wrestler. Uh, he took world bronze last year. He beat Mudalia from Russia in bronze medal match. He's good. He is good. Um, on the women's women's side of thing, uh, Emma Bruntils wrestling again uh, overseas. She so she went to Uregan. She won gold there. Wow. Then she went to Kolof. She Ooh. won gold there. And now she's at Yasar Dogu, um, getting that mat time. Yeah, And she's done really well. Yeah. She beat Force Molinari. Um, Jakara Winchester's entered too. Down to sixty two though. Now I don't think that's I don't think that's we real. Think that's right. I think she's still up at sixty five. Okay.
3: That's not real. Don't even read that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Well, cool. Looking forward to that. When does it start? When? How do you watch,
2: uh, John? Uh, you can watch live on Flow Wrestling. Okay. It starts tomorrow what re- morning. What a relief. Tomorrow morning at 2.30 a.m. Mm. Uh, Eastern Time. Uh, but the good, news, the good news. Definitely not waking up then. The good news is <laughs> metal matches start at, uh, I think, at 10.00. So the first, yeah. So, metal <laughs> matches. Uh, what is this? Ten
0: thirty. That's the schedule.
2: Okay. Yeah, I was confused for a second.
0: It happens. What's going on here? Uh, is that's, this that's uh, local time?
2: Okay. Yeah, this made me really confused.
0: So subtract eight hours.
2: Okay. I don't know how to subtract. Yeah, you,
0: you guys make people do math on flow. That's yeah. a problem. <laughs> you know
3: I can't do math. We Asking... need
2: we need the Mike Smith schedule. That's what we need. Yeah, Mike. Yeah. Hook it up.
3: So, okay, cool. Well, we'll be, uh, look forward to following up Tuesday, talking about Yasser Dogu results and happenings, and hopefully a lot of Team USA great victories. Okay, and as we said, there's not a lot going on in wrestling this weekend on the college scene. I think
2: I might have a confession to make. Oh,
0: wow. Uh Uh-oh. I might... how, How surprised do you have to be to determine shocked? Oh, okay.
1: Um, <laughs> no, do not. If you guys have Sparks come back on and debate shocked, I'm leaving. I'm <laughs> out of here.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Sparks is not coming on, but I might have been coerced into not being totally, totally surprised if Iowa pulls this off. Okay. keep Continue, sir. Here's how I started to think about it. 125. <laughs> Theoretically, they could score about the same number of points. Yes. Yes. Okay. 33. Sure. RBY gets second to Dayton. DeSanto gets third. Okay. okay. You know, maybe add in a tech fall or two for DeSanto. Right. Same number of points. Okay. 41. Jay Ironman beats Nick Lee. Happened last year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. 49. Max should score more points than Bo Bartlett. Mm-hmm. 57. Okay. Um, Caleb Young could score more points than Burgie. Yes. Sixty-five. But,
1: but, okay, but hold on. So, so we're right now just to keep our tally going. We're at a, a minimal positive difference for Iowa. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Sixty-five. um Obviously, Iowa should score a lot more. Marano's probably score. they could score fifteen more
3: points than Penn
0: State.
3: Yes, fifteen. would be I'd be just surprised if
1: Maryland scores fifteen, but we'll go sure. So we'll say Iowa's up by let's say. I mean, suppose fifteen or twenty would right now. He could
3: score probably fifteen. I would be surprised you'd be surprised if he got third,
1: yeah, listen, man, I listen, I don't know what it is because I never did the wrestlebacks. This man <laughs> does not do wrestlebacks all that well. If we want to compare his n c a wrestleback record to his regular record, it ain't the same thing, so yes, if he takes third, I'll be surprised. come on, christian what, what's it, tell me what his <laughs> wrestleback record is Tell <laughs> me, tell me, go do the math, go do the math i I'm you, not even I, going off, off of that. Yourself.
0: I think he probably finishes like fourth or something. I'm just talking about that I think Keegan, Anyways, Wick, Karchler. And more between better, but I'm not surprised for Sure. <clears throat> let's go. Uh seventy four Kemmer could be Stracci. Happened last year.
1: Mm-hmm. Nah, Eighty four th-
0: there's <laughs> no chance in hell uh that <laughs> they score and that, and more points barring injury.
1: I'd be so shocked if, besides all Americans, I would be surprised if Aaron Brooks is in the finals. So but that's going to be a large differential.
0: It is equitable to sixty-five if Marinelli wrestles very well. Yeah, not that's equitable. Fair.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I would say it's not. I Love would say.
2: It.
3: I would say. Oh, uh, I. Okay. I'd say it is reasonable that they could be close. Yes, could in, be close in differential, but it is very likely that eighty-four Penn State gets more production Correct. than. than the difference between Marinelli and Etzel.
0: Yes, I agree, but it could be Comparable. close. Yes. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay. 97 Dean could they could finish one or two away. One or two places away basically scoring about the same number of points. Yep. And heavyweight Cassiope is favored to score more points. All right, refute this, Ben.
1: Um I mean, we it, but I think literally if all of those things happened, that's going all Iowa's way. We're looking and best if case everything scenario. Goes yes. Iowa, I'm literally shocked. Yes, I am. shocked. If everything goes Iowa's way, I'm shocked. Because to Christian's point yesterday, the one he kept bringing up, when has Penn State ever underperformed NCAs? And the answer is we, we don't have an example of that. So that happening in and of itself is shocking. That, that That's what we're talking about. Yes, it's shocking. So if all those things, I mean, we're talking about um, – so given uh, against current rankings, 25
0: the stamina falls yeah
1: 25 flipped 41 flipped um 74 flipped 97 flipped uh you know that's like four flips there at the end of the season when penn state generally does better than their things like yeah i'm shocked
3: yeah what are the odds of four coin flips going your way yes heads 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 so Four 50-50 things, which I think 50-50, not 50/50. with a lot of these it's things are, are not 50-50 propositions, it's probably even smaller. So I'm saying 50-50 is actually charitable for
0: it somebody. is somebody. Or else it would literally be 50-50 and we wouldn't be having this conversation that Penn State performs well at the end of the year. Yeah.
3: The odds of heads four times in a row. I'm just Googling it. One, <laughs> it's One in 16. <clears throat> that assumes that the coin is fair. This All is,
1: right, Marinelli's uh, current record in the wrestlebacks is two and four. Two to and my four. point,
2: yeah, not no very one... good.
3: Not the wrestleback record. Um, yeah, I, I, I think. I mean, little
1: uh, Christian. How many losses did he have in his career? He probably <laughs> literally has four non-NCA wrestleback losses, and and three of them are at the NCA, three of them are at the NCAs, right? So I mean, uh, he doesn't have his, a lot of losses. His
3: wrestleback losses are. Evan Wick, David McFadden, uh, Chance Marsteller.
1: And then last year, medical forfeit, which, yes, I am counting that because you didn't show Um, up. Sorry, you lost. So
3: I'll say he has three losses. Um, Four. Yeah, who beat him? Himself. I think I heard he went and punched a wall or something. That's rumor I heard. Rumor.
1: Um, yeah so his his entire record has 11 losses um 11 losses so three of those are on the front side of ncas four of those are on the back side of ncas which means only four of them are regular season losses yes Uh, so yeah he's a different guy
3: or he doesn't wrestle maybe just doesn't wrestle in the wrestlebacks that would be my advice well, I mean, that'd be ideal, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, so shock Jock, JD Raider, less shocked. Uh, I'm gonna put pen to paper here over the weekend, and then Tuesday I'll prepare. Person's gonna Wednesday, put pen to paper. Wednesday, Wednesday, Shane will come back, and I'll either apologize or double down. One of the two will happen. Uh, but like I, like I, said, so I need, I need right a now, definition
0: on shocked. How like how surprised do you have to be?
3: Warren shocked. Uh, so now it, it, this has become just a, de- the a defining. The Define. Defi- what does this mean? Um, I'm saying I, I haven't jumped off ship yet, but
0: I'm looking over at the waters.
3: <laughs> I mean, I, I would say it's it's ten percent. Is a ten percent chance they do this? If something happens. It's ten percent chance. It's pretty unlikely. Like for example, what would be the the Iowa would be plus what to win the NCAA team tournament? Where would you bet on them? If you, if
1: I gave what you odds, uh, what odds
0: would I need plus to bet plus three hundred,
1: which is three to one, would you bet on them? i no, no way,
0: three hundred, no way. I would think about yeah. it.
1: You would that's think signif- that, would that's think about sig- that's significant.
3: That's significant, guys. I would take that money and buy more Desanto sweatshirts. Actually, it's probably what I would do with that money of gambling
2: because i mean uh, and the other
1: one i think you put i mean i i'm i would be shocked as as, how the season's pan if if warner is that close to beard i would be i'd be surprised on that you
0: love calling max dean beard
1: oh my gosh i said beard again (laughs) you love
0: it but i'm gonna say penn state's 97
3: so i can't (laughs) mess it up which is funny because Ben was like a Beard's massive, good, massive know. Michael Beard hater all last year. And actually like I was, he, yeah, you I was like, realistic. I was oh, no, realistic. No, no, no. You said he was a French NCAA qualifier and he got seventh.
1: He was. He took like eight What's them. What are you taking? Big 10s. Let me find it. He was not French. Ben 2021 NCAA wrestling brackets. Hold on. Let me see. Big 10 brackets.
3: Where are these? where are these Big 10 brackets, Christian? What do you take? Just wrestle stat him and you can see what he did. Uh so his losses he did lose to Lucas Davison and Cam Caffey. Those aren't those aren't great. He beat Panola. He took
1: sixth place at Big Tens.
3: <coughs> I'm not wrong. That's that's happened before. Guys get six at Big Tens and then place place at But Lucas Davison wasn't ranked that high last year. Yes, but he, he, he was <laughs> No, but people had, I, listen. Had Big I don't, Tens. listen.
1: I've had bad takes. This was, that was not one of them.
3: No, it was bad. Bad take. No,
1: it wasn't.
0: Oh yeah. Oh
3: yeah. Highly disappointing. Highly disappointing. I'm about to fight you guys. Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. Let's see. I don't know if I bet. Oh my gosh. All right. Um, Big. Oh, you know why y'all Mary? Hold on.
1: You know why y'all American? Now that I'm looking at this. Oh, here we go. Why? Because freaking pence upset Schultz second round our first round, and then he beat Penn second round. That's why. Well. And he actually had a path to the semis because Woodley was a 25 <laughs> and upset Rocky Elam. I know. Well, that was an absurd
3: seed. Yeah, we knew the Woodley seed was, was bad. Yeah, ups- so bad. yeah ups- upsets happen. He did what Eric Schultz yeah. couldn't. Sure, fair enough. There we go. Beard hater. Is it because you can't grow a full <laughs> beard? Can you not grow a beard? Oh is that God. what this is? Is this deep-seated?
1: Oh my goodness. Guys, he, I mean, listen, going in NCAAs, his best win was Panola and it was six to five. He had a win over Reblewski, okay. Billy Janser, Deron Smith, David Hoffman, Andrew Salemi. No, I can't look into it. I bring you facts that I wasn't wrong on this one. You were, right. you
3: called a, a guy that got seventh, a fringe qualifier, one. He
1: barely qualified. I think, how many qualifiers were there in the Big Ten last year? I think if he lost one more match, he wasn't a qualifier. He qualified. He wasn't going to get a wild card. He was freaking like five
3: and five. You can't use the stupid last year schedule as like, oh, he didn't beat anybody. It's like no one was allowed to wrestle. No, I, but
1: I'm saying if You're they have six that, qualifiers and he takes year.
3: eighth, actually he I'm eighth,
1: not, he's going to qualify. Point. Hello.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. Let's yeah, move was off six, this point. There, there were six. Allocations? Six allocations. See, there was Let's only see.
1: six. He got six. <laughs> Shut up, Christian. Okay, my, to my earlier point, if Max Dean doesn't do better than Jacob Warner, I'm, I am I am kind of surprised. Uh, no, okay. I'm very surprised. I'm very surprised.
3: Okay. Would Gwiz have won the Hodge in 2016 if he beat Snyder? Sorry, I'm going to FRL questions. There's a, a pretty good, good chance. Question.
0: That's the year Ringer won. Zane maybe should have won. Yeah, Zane should have won. Uh, (laughs) I don't know if he does.
3: Uh, He was a big pinner, though. Um, I don't remember that. He was putting the heavy Chevys down. Yes. Um, All right, who's looking it up?
1: Ready? 2016, 70% bonus. need to tell you the pins. 2016. Oh, let's see, he's got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, come on bro, 9, uh, uh, come on, he didn't even hit double digits, Christian, this is this is a bad take. Uh, so,
3: he no, he had, a, he had a lot of pins. 9, 9, that's not so, double digits! Okay, that year, that year, the year before he had 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, hit 15 yeah, better, the year before. Better. Uh,
0: that's a lot, in in my opinion. Nine pins, 70% dominance, plus a win over world champion Kyle Snyder. And the fact win. that it was your third title, that's definitely enough because they gave it to Ringer because that year. Yeah.
1: What well, was yeah. Ringer's score that year? It was barely
3: better.
0: Yeah, let's look at Alex
3: Diringer. Oh, he's not in there. How does this happen? What? he is i found him
1: you must have spelled it wrong he ran. Yeah, he, he was 81 percent that year on bonus higher bonus how many falls did he have he said one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven eleven falls so not a lot more than not a lot Wiz. more
0: so he i think we have...
3: probably would have won it by beating snyder i i would say yeah that could have been it um uh, man that's a that's a good what if I don't know who I would have voted for in that. If, who would you have voted for? Who did you uh, vote for? I think
1: I think I voted. I believe I voted for Zane. I mean, that's a long time ago to remember. It was Zane and uh, Alex. Yeah. I want to say Zayn. I think maybe what was Zane's bonus here? So if Alex was oh, 80, way higher. He
3: he he was, was better was way higher, 80, every 82. every criteria. He was basically better other than past functions. careers.
1: Um, that was his first title correct or no more pins 2016, more t- 88% bonus first and, he, t- and that was his first title
3: and he also uh, had more wins over all Americans and he bonused a an insane a much higher percentage of all Americans that he faced compared to Alex 10 11 12
1: 13 14 15 16 falls that year so yeah he was significantly higher um
3: average seed says is that Jack Del Garbino a myth an angel a ghost he Pins Cassiope for the ups of the year then what has he wrestled since so he's not their regular starter but we'll always have he'll always have Carver he'll always have he'll that always myth. have
1: that memory he got yes. re- he reversed Carver because yes. usually Carver jinxes someone but uh, uh, reversed into Jack del
3: Garbino yeah yeah um yeah what would it take, this is from CJ Kemp, what would it take to get you and JD to wrestle in an open with Ben, Chael, and Sion as your coaches? Uh, it, would, it would require a I lot. Want,
1: I want, you know what, after yesterday, <laughs> I really want CP and Sparks to wrestle. I think they're literally the same weight class. They're both like, we'll say, what do you guys, like 145, 150? I'm like 52. Um 52. I
0: th- I think Sparks has got to be that me. size.
3: Really? You think so? He's,
1: he's probably like, a
0: little bigger. Yeah, bet he, be I bet he might have an inch. he's sixty-five.
3: He's got—he's like six-two with the hair, <laughs> <laughs> when, he's, when he's got it really flopping uh, up there. Uh, he really rides the wave. Uh, I don't think I'd probably beat Shane, although I am—I am significantly younger than him, which you wouldn't really know by looking at him. Shane—Shane Shane has aged very well uh, for a man in his yeah. mid-forties, so maybe I would have that advantage. Is Mark Bader starting to slow down a little bit? He's a little older than me. He's not as old as Shane, but you know, maybe that would be a... Mark is what, forty one or something? Yeah. Crazy, mm-hmm. right?
0: Yeah. Master's coming up.
3: Master's coming up. Are you can enter that? I'm not old enough. Yeah, you're like twenty two. <laughs> uh, but you are. What about Kozak? Well, I suck though. <laughs> I'm bad at wrestling. What about Kozak? Kozak was a beast. Him and LJ Helbig had some wars <laughs> back in the Michigan days.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I would wrestle uh, in Masters, but not in, like, the U.S. Open. That's just silly.
3: Silly. So be
1: live. Yeah, on I floor, feel like, like in Masters division, <laughs>
2: Christian, you could just, like, gas dudes out if you went hard, but then they'd
1: be like, dude, that dude's a dick. Like, I signed up to the Veterans Division to, like, come wrestle a little bit, and he's freaking going Tom Brands on me over here. Absolutely no one would
3: think that you would wrestle at the Veterans Division because it's all a bunch of go-hards. Like, everyone's there. No, it's not.
1: There's no way. Oh, yeah. They don't – Oh my
3: gosh, dude! They take it so Are seriously. They take it there so was like seriously. They were like, "Shake hands and haha, ha, we're old. Let's just wrestle and have some fun here." At the end, when I they, never they, watched. No, I've watched a lot. And the my first year at Flow, they <laughs> made me commentate like all the finals of veterans. Really? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of divisions.
0: Yeah. So it's many. Like every five years. Uh, like be uh, fun. Fun. Seven years. I called a
3: guy that had to be 75 years old. He was Stop. so old. I got to find this dude. I was like, man. Tell me legend. there's a limit. There's I don't even know if this is like... He was like a Russian guy. Oh my
2: god. Veteran like... Worlds is really fun to watch. Oh. It's, it's like the guys go really hard for 30 seconds and then they get so tired and yeah. one of them just gets bent. Yeah. The well, older divisions at least. Going live with the Outlaws
3: <laughs> has not uh, encouraged me to enter any tournaments ever cuz oh I be- I was getting
2: so tired. <laughs> I think,
3: stuff. I think it's I think it's uh I think it's re- some weakness from uh COVID recovery. Because i d I'm in pretty good shape and I was getting suspiciously tired. So I think I'm not fully Press like cardiovascular recovery. It's very hard. Um okay. Any other questions stick out before we go on this Thursday?
1: <laughs> Keith Gother. Did you hear Keith Gotner just said in the chat? Uh, what'd he say? <laughs> oh, he wants to chain, challenge Ferrari's dad. Uh, oh, I wouldn't do that. Uh, Mr. the match, that
3: probably. <laughs> oh, he's gonna he beat him by instant death. Oh God! <laughs>
0: oh my gosh!
3: <laughs> uh, that's quite uh, all right. That may be the. That may be oh. the path to victory. Hey, you know what we never talked about on here? What?
1: Um, we never talked about that, that pin that went viral this weekend, where that little kid was on his belly, oh my and the ref. I don't know if he wasn't paying attention or he was drunk or what. did it was he called the pin, and then and then someone said that was the first ever incident pin because the dude was just on his belly. And the ref <laughs> slapped the mat. That was hilarious.
3: I I you could tell on the ref's <laughs> face afterwards. He's like wait what did i just do <laughs> and it was like, the best part was oh, the kid so that boring. won just got up like yep <laughs> stuck that dude
2: <laughs> got up, a by
3: hand, bro. it's like i heard you <laughs> he the mat it's over
2: yeah oh so awesome at he, that
3: point you could have called the pin on anyone it would have been equally believable think so
2: yeah the ref the ref responded to that in the comments he did yeah yeah he was like uh if you had seen the whole video they were on their back, or the kid was on his back. He was fighting off for a while, and he rolled over, and he goes, I thought I was still looking at his shoulders. Oh. And he's like, it was, you know, completely my, he like, you know, he did a hand up, my bad. Uh But, yeah, he, he admits. So respect to the ref for, you know.
3: Shout out to him. Ad- admitting his mistake. So this is the worst pin call we've ever seen. <laughs> it was, yeah. But. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Hilarious. Okay. Oh, man, we got to say. I don't know if we have the clip, but if you haven't watched the Groundbreakers episode one with Jordan Burroughs and Lee Camp, haven't watched it. it's good. You gotta watch it. it. Really? How long? Thirty-five minutes.
1: Oh man, I got time. I got time for that today. I'm going go to high school state. Maybe next week. You gonna take state?
3: You watch it in the car.
1: Uh, yeah, maybe I'll do that. Actually, well, that's, it's kind of dangerous, but yeah, you know, we'll see.
3: <laughs> don't you have people that drive you around, Ben? In Wisconsin, I, I'm you almost. Have... I'm almost to that point, but not quite. <laughs> Need a driver, okay. Well, please, uh, do you have a clip, Tyler? Sorry if you don't. We should have provided that. We can play it next week if not. No clip. We are clipless. Please check it out. Uh, I really, I liked it. I mean, I learned a lot. I knew a lot about. Yeah, it's on flow, Jeff Baxter. Check it out. It should be prominently on the homepage. But I knew a lot about Lee Camp. I knew he was a three-time uh, NCAA champ who lost his freshman year by referee's mm-hmm. decision. Um, Caleb was aghast to learn that that was even a possibility. Uh, and then I knew that he was probably going to be an Olympic champion in 1980 when it got canceled. ADO. So it kind of like, a, but there's a lot of stuff about Lee. I did not know, did not realize, um, the Dan Gable dynamic. Give me was, one. Um,
2: okay. He beat Gable in that tournament. He beat Gable. He beat Gable like three years after he started wrestling he, four years not yes like uh, look,
3: yes ben he, he beat him like that far he didn't start it was his wrestling freshman was a sophomore.
2: sophomore year freshman, freshman high school and he beat
1: him like what sophomore year so yeah i guess four four or five something like that
3: yeah that's so crazy that's nuts that's you beat crazy. beat gable his mindset is really interesting i think one you'll he was like just he it seemed like he sort of easily did not wrestle Dan Gable. He's like, all right, I'm wrestling this dude. He knew it was someone but like, he had not built up Gable in a way that other people had. And I think that was, like, he wasn't wrestling the the legend of Dan Gable. Then, um, Mm. well, another really interesting thing, Lee was adopted. He was named Darnell and called Darnell the first five years of his life. And then he got adopted and they changed his name to Leroy Lee. I yeah, didn't
1: know that. that yeah. that's, so, that's crazy.
3: So, yeah, the guys had a, uh, a an incredible life and certainly one of the best to ever do it. And then a lot of trials and Oh, my and goodness. You know what I
1: just got? Uh, you know what I just got by, oh, my gosh, by email? What'd you get? <laughs> this is awesome. Holy moly. I got from my guy at Quant Wrestling, Doug Wagner. He just emailed me an Excel file of... Top time versus turn attempts per minute. Wow! Of every, the, I believe it's data every
2: pool?
0: every college wrestler. Holy crap! This thing is like
1: so big. Every Who college do you want to wrestler about?
2: the whole season. Oh wait, is sorted? This is sorted
1: by top time. Sorted uh, by attempts per minute. Gabe Tag somehow has twenty attempts per minute. I don't know how that's even possible. Um, wow! 20, so yeah, every but, uh, two
3: seconds he's attempting a turn.
1: By, that'd be every three set. Yeah, that one must be a malfunction because the, the, there's there's two that are one's twenty one fifteen, and then the rest of them are like three. Is this for the whole season or like a? I I think it's the whole season. Who watches every match? Like any? Well, no, they. I th- I believe they have an algorithm that runs it. So, but I mean, like, the, <laughs> okay. there's only a couple that are there's only a couple that are above two. So, like, there might be a few mistakes here, but two would be one every thirty seconds, which is highly reasonable. So game let's see who the lowest is. Guy's 20, good, I don't, I don't know, know. It must be malfunction. Um Well, there's a whole bunch of people who have never attempted a turn. Oh, my goodness. That's <laughs> wild. Uh, I've, I've, see. so I've who's seen mini matches. <laughs> there's a that's whole that bunch wild. that got no turn, no turns attempted. Uh, Alex Marinelli's at zero, 0. 0.0. So I don't know how he got 0.0, 0 and everyone else got that. Uh, we got a lot of people at point one, a whole stack of people at point one. Miles means at point one. No notable yeah.
3: names here. Well he's been wow. training this to like leg lace people for the last two years. So I give at least give. Aaron him a pass. Brooks
1: point one. Yeah. And you know what else? So and then in the other column, you know what they have? This is wild. They have percentage of time that they're on top of the wrestling match. And so Aaron Brooks is on top forty one percent of the wrestling match. How wild is that? That's wow. a lot of time.
3: See, see, he's a he rides a long time too, it's like Ben right. and doesn't turn anyone, and no, nor attempt,
1: or attempt, nor attempt to turn anyone. Right. Let's see, Rocky Elam's
3: only at .2, and he's on top 31% of the time. Uh-oh, I didn't bring I know, that up, yeah. Wick. I didn't bring up that stat. That was Ben, just Who? for the record.
1: Oh, oh Rocky <laughs> Elum, mean. Greg Diakowals. Dang, I, we need to sort this. I need Nick Soriano, 0.2, and he's on top 43% of the time. What a cool document, but there's just too many names. I'm on, like, number 720 right now. I got a long way of scrolling. <laughs> All right. Deacon's only at 0.3 turns per minute, and uh, he's on top
3: 48% of the time. So. All right. Well, if you like listening to Ben Ask and Read... We can, uh, we Do you can, like we listening can to me. the show. Hey, we okay.
2: get allocations today, too, guys. That's oh, right. yeah. They're Stay
3: locked into the site. They always news dump us. <clears throat> the allocations. They wait for oh, FRL to end, and deal. then they drop them. That's what yep. they're doing.
0: Stay locked in. We'll have some content when they come out, probably this afternoon or evening.
3: All right. All right Stay I'm tuned done. to the site for those. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Good luck to all those wrestling at the state championships. Bring it home. And the youth state championships. Get you one of these. Get you one of these. Caleb, I love you no matter what happens, buddy. After it's all, right. all Everyone tell your I'm kids you love them no deal. matter how they do. It'll be it'll be okay if they don't win. Thank you guys so much. We'll be back Tuesday. Plenty to talk about. Thanks, Kozak. Thanks, JD. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, especially to you for listening. We appreciate it. Have a good weekend and goodbye.